at no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Welcome to the Author Brand Show today. I'm your host, Doug Crow. Uh, you're going to want to take notes on this one. We've got a very cool guest today, internationally renowned speaker. She's an author, a consultant. She has a couple of decades of experience developing leaders at all levels. And her clients include names you know of, like Cisco Systems, Deloitte, Tooch, and Barclays. She's a uh, trusted leadership coach and consultant. Work with hundreds of leaders, one-on-one, thousands more as a group, to fully step into their leadership and create amazing teams that achieve extraordinary results. She's got a master's of science and training development. That's called an MSTD um, with an emphasis on, on OD, organizational development from Loyola University in Chicago. That's my uh, daughter's alma mater. Very good. Uh, she's a certified professional behavior analyst, certified Tierra International LLC coach and certified the Myers-Briggs type instrument. Oh my gosh. Hope she doesn't analyze me too much here. Uh, but her book is a number one international bestseller and it's titled The Courage of a Leader, How to Inspire, Engage, and Get extraordinary results so welcome to the show today amy riley amy how are you today whoop there we go there's the camera okay good excellent i'm doing well doug thank you for good. having me here you betcha so why should people listen to us today i know you've got something to say but you know we gotta give them a little teaser here yes uh leaders leaders yeah. have big jobs and every time that i have been impressed or inspired by uh -huh. a leader Yep. Doug, it's because I've seen them demonstrating true courage. Mm -hmm. And I think leadership is much more about our beliefs, our intentions, our willingness to step forward than it is about robotically getting some behaviors exactly right. Yeah. You know, courage is a really funny topic. I was I was reading something about this recently. Um, and it's like, is it a state of being or is it an action or is it a thought? Or you know, how do you how do you categorize <laughs> courage in your world? Oh. Goodness, I guess I guess we could look at it from all of those yeah. angles, right? And I think courage is not the absence of fear. Right. Courage right. is the willingness to step forward in spite of the fear, the doubts, mm -hmm. the uncertainty. I don't know if I'm going to say this exactly right. I don't know if this is the right path to take my yeah. team on, right? But I know we've got to do something. I know mm -hmm. we've got to make a move. So it starts with a commitment and a mindset. Mm -hmm. And it definitely is tra uh, translated into action. Yeah. In your world of, of working with these big companies alike and medium-sized ones, I'm sure, you probably run across a lot of stories of people who had um, um, different levels of uh, adversaries or things they had to be courageous about or, or for. Mm -hmm. um, can you give us mm -hmm. an example of something which um, might have appeared like really courageous or, you know, like difficult to overcome? Yeah. Yeah, um, a, a sales group in a big organization and a leader knowing that for a product category, they needed to take it in a totally new direction. It had been a cash cow for that area of the organization for a long, long time, yeah. right? People were holding on to but it's been good and we have to keep investing in this. We have to keep going in the same way, right? We've been at, at the top before. But she yeah. knew she needed to make a change before mm -hmm. they got to the bottom of the curve, if you will. Yeah. So yeah. I saw her stand in front of her group and say, I know we need to do this. 
I don't know exactly how we're going to get there, but I know we have the knowledge and the skill in this mm -hmm. room. Mm -hmm. We need each of you to figure this out. It was a, it was a great balance, Doug, yeah. of, um, you know, saying what she was certain of yet also saying what she didn't know in the moment. And I mm. saw the faces light up because they knew something was happening. Big message yeah. was coming in this meeting. And I saw the faces light up and she spoke to them. She knew her team. She knew that group. And she got, she got them ready to contribute. So she not only, uh, you know, showed courage, but she looks sounds like she inspired courage as well to do something new for the whole team, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. demonstrated that courage is not knowing all of the stuff mm -hmm. that you could possibly right. know yeah. about the initiative or your goals or the yeah. results that you're going for. But uh -huh. it can also involve that vulnerability to say, I don't know all the answers here. I don't know exactly how we're going to get down right. this path, but yeah. we're going to. How about um, uh, an example or a, I love stories, of course. An yeah. example of someone who was like really fearful of something which was ridiculous. Like, are you serious? This is so easy. You shouldn't be afraid of that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, I'm thinking about one um, organization. There's a perfectionist culture. There we go. That's and, a um, boy. Got to be a good one there. Yeah. Right. And so just the, the fear of not looking right, not saying it exactly the mm -hmm. right way, kind of getting right. into what I alluded to early on, like the robotics of saying and mm -hmm. doing it exactly right. Mm -hmm. uh, and well-intentioned leader, the yeah. person I'm particularly thinking right. of right now. Right. And I really had to ground uh, this gentleman in intention. Mm. Right. What are your intentions? Can you mm -hmm. trust your intentions? Yeah. Right. Have that be your source of courage and what's going to ground you and enable you to move forward. You may not say or do it all exactly right. We can't play that game. Mm -hmm. We're not going to win that game yet. What do you want to have happen? What do you want to have happen for everybody in the room? Yeah. Right, You've got good intentions here. You know, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, or give me more examples of this, but like anybody in a leadership position, let's just call it a CEO of a mid-cap company, because those are a lot of our, our clients. Is okay. The guys are on a, you know, a company that does, you know, $10 million to a billion dollars. Um, I don't see them as not lacking courage because they've had the courage to step out on their own, maybe even borrow money or put their you know, mortgage to their house to start their business. I don't see them as, as lacking courage, but you see a lot of it. So I want to find out where that, where that hidden layer is like and more, mm. maybe because you're working with the bigger companies, you're talking to, um, to mid-level people or CEOs or everybody. Uh, I, I work with leaders at all levels, right? Okay. So yeah, we do see the CEOs who are willing to stand up and say, I'm taking yeah. uh, my organization in this direction, right? And making these yeah, bold right, moves. Yeah. Do they have the courage to ask for help? Do they have the courage to take time off and set boundaries, <laughs> right? Do they, do they have the, like, how are they sustaining themselves and those around them for the long term? And even if like, if, if someone is able to keep accessing that courage, yep. then th that takes something from someone mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Right. How do you refuel? How do you take care of yourself? 
how do you make sure that that courage is there uh, yeah. when you're really going to need it the next time? The courage to ask for help. That one, I smiled at right away because I'm thinking <laughs> of the people that I know who are like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and you know take on the world or disrupt an industry or something, but you know, courage to ask for help. How does it, how do they, how do they come into your world now? Because if you guys are thinking they're, they're, uh, and I say guys, gals, whatever, they, th yeah. they think they're already pretty courageous. How do they come into your world saying, well, you might be critics in this area, but you might want to apply that courage somewhere else? Or how do you deal with them? Yes. Yes. Um, You're not going to call them a coward. In other words, you got to, you got to, you know, <laughs> slightly, Hey, by the way. Yes. Yes. So my clients, my prospective clients know that I develop leaders mm -hmm. to be able to inspire, engage right. and get the results that they want. So mm -hmm. sometimes that top leader is coming to me and saying, my leadership group is not doing all that they I could do. I know where do. this is going. Yeah, keep going. Right? Yeah. Which, which, which mm -hmm. might be very true. I mean, leadership yeah. development, how we're doing and being and thinking as a leader, yeah. I, this is a work in progress for yeah. all of us. Mm -hmm. Right. So they, they might bring me into let's, you know, let's talk about the team and then, you know, how are the dynamics with you? And yeah. then we, we start exploring. And you talk to the team and go, yeah, well, this guy's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he didn't have the courage to empower you or whatever it is. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. Okay. That's, that's, I was, I was guessing that I have a, a, a bunch of clients who are Vistage chairs. Yeah. And, um, they, um, they work at the same demographic, right? The, guys and gals who have these in mid cap privately held firms and they do you know group group dynamics once a month talk about their issues and and work on their business growth or excess whatever it is yeah but without fail every single one of them when they tell me they have their one-on-ones with their people it's always talking about their personal life and that seems to be um not talked about in business circles but privately that's where they lack a lot of um balance skills, oh. nurturing things like that to say, how do I, you know, go with my deal with my, my son, my divorce, my self-esteem, my, my fears. Do you, when you work yes. with your clients, obviously it's organizational development, but on the one-on-ones, does it ever get like personal stuff as well on their courage? Yes. 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 In coaching. Well, cause we bring our whole self to work. Right. And this is this is becoming more and more evident, yeah. right? As many as many people in many industries are working from home, and it's all right. integrated even throughout yeah. our eight a.m. to five p.m. Right. Yeah, and you know, team members are really going to go the extra mile for you mm -hmm. if you've got a true connection with yeah. that person. Yeah. Sure. They respect you. They mm -hmm. un they understand and have had a say in the vision. Yeah. And if we're going to connect with the whole person and help them be healthy at home, so they can be healthy at work and yeah. all aspects of life, yeah, sometimes that's where the courage comes in, right? The 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 folks who are really able to be bold in the marketplace. But are you yeah. able to be bold when you're one-on-one <laughs> -on -one in a video format looking at someone? That's right. Right. And yeah. someone's telling you about something that's tough in their life and just mm -hmm. being with that emotion and you know, offering whatever support that they can from their yeah. position. So this might be a um, you know, pretty simplistic question, but if you can go deeper if you want. Okay. Do you have any like tools or tips for people if they if they got past that recognition phase, right? I reckon you know what I'm probably 
a little bit fearful of this one element. Maybe let's just say it's talking to my, um, you know, firing somebody or uh, um, telling somebody we're going to change the direction of the company. Do you have any tips or specific things you help them like a, a pathway or a process or anything? Or yes. Yeah. Um, there's actually a chapter there we go. in the book, The Courage Hold of Hold that book leader. up, Amy. Come on. We're about books here. Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, oh. The Courage of a Leader, How to Inspire, Engage, and Get Extraordinary Results. There you go. Okay. Beautiful. Yes. Let me get the exact um, chapter title. And yeah. Doug, this can be an offer for all of the listeners. Uh, That's right. Just, we'll give away free stuff here. We love it. Go. We'll give we'll give away um, a free chapter. Uh, if you give me an email at amy at courageofaleader.com, reference mm -hmm. your show, Doug, and mm -hmm. tell me to send over the chapter, then I'll send over this chapter. All it right. is called... Inspire others to get 100% on board with you. Okay. Inspire others to get 100% on board with you. And uh, it talks about neuroscience, actually. I love when neuroscience. We, <laughs> right? I'm not a neuroscientist, but yeah, I'm so but I, fascinated. We've done a dozen books on it, so I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, you oh, got, I'll say, fun. let's take a merger and acquisition story here. I'll just make one up, right? Okay. Uh, um, this company's coming in. They're buying us up. I've got this company I'm acquiring that's 80 years old. I've got entrenched leadership. The new company, the tech company, they're going to come in and they're going to reshape the whole company to a, a tech company. Okay. So like, who's this guy going to come in here and tell us how to make ice cream when we've been doing it for 80 years, you know? Yes. yes. So how do you inspire the old guard to come on to the new economy? There you go. There's a scenario. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So first of all, what would be happening in the brains of mm -hmm. these two right. companies that are merging, right, is they feel under threat. Yeah. Their amygdala is scanning for threat. It's a yep. psychological threat, mm -hmm. but our body treats it like a physical threat. Yep. So it's fight, flight or freeze. Mm -hmm. Right. And and we we feel like we're under attack and our yeah. body is reacting that way. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, we want to release different chemicals in the brain. Okay. Serotonin is often called the leadership chemical, yeah. right? Because mm -hmm. if if we do something for another, if we if we coach them, if we get an obstacle out of their way, if we sit down with someone who is in a company and the you know the merger was just announced, and we say, "Here's what we know. Here's what we don't know yet. Here's the timeline." I'm here. I'm going to let you know what I know, you know, whenever I can come to me with your questions. Right. And what, and we're, we're connecting another yeah. person feels, feels that and is asking their questions and I'm giving them as much information as we can. It's a leadership moment. Serotonin yeah. is being released mm -hmm. and serotonin has more of a long lasting impact. You'll know this from your neuroscience books, right? Mm -hmm. Then I hit a dopamine. Yeah. Right. It's longer term. Right. right. Oxytocin is the chemical that's released when there's connection. Mm -hmm. So when we take the time to sit down and say, okay, there's this merger. Concerns and fears and doubts and unknowns come with this. What are yours? I want to hear them. Right. I want to help us work through them. Now we're connecting. Nice. So basically what we can do is we got to turn that saber tooth tiger, tiger into a mastodon. That, that fear of change or whatever, 
So no, no, no. We're gonna sit down and have a meal here. Here, have a bite of this, you know, right? Let's let's lean into it. Yeah. Right. And and so many leaders are afraid to lean into that, to go and proactively have the conversations. Because what if they ask me something I don't know what to say? We haven't right. worked out that yet. I won't know what to say if they ask this or that. Right. Yeah, we we gotta lean into it, and we gotta say what we know when when we can. Yeah. Right. I know there's the confidential information and, and plans that can be in play. Right. Uh, but it, if if we shy away from that, they're going to make up worse stories than the reality. Absolutely. Yeah. They're going to have their own <laughs> stories in their mind that aren't going to necessarily be true or even relevant. Right. I totally see that. I'm sure. I have, this is a general question for you on the yeah. whole leadership thing because it's the number one topic for everything, every single speaker and business book author about leadership. How come we haven't figured it out by now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because leaders deal with people <laughs> and yeah. people are nuanced and complex yeah. and, and leaders, there's so much coming at a leader. I mean, mm -hmm. Doug, I coach and consult with so many leaders and they are the only ones who know everything that they're dealing with, right? They're the working with the team, they're collaborating with peers, they're managing up, they're managing out, there's different stakeholders to think about. They have to yeah. do their due diligence of how am I going to share this message that yeah. I've been told I need to share now. Mm -hmm. If they're doing right by their people, there's a lot of due diligence going mm -hmm. on there. That's a, and it's a lot of work and you get it figured out. And, and parents know you get it figured out with the eldest child. And then you go to follow that same <laughs> approach with the second one and it fails miserably. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> where the, the Myers-Briggs stuff comes into play, right? Yep. Yeah. Is a mirror, mirror matching or what, what, at what point does the, uh, here's a good question for you. When you come to leadership and studying personalities and, uh, and dealing with different people in different ways, and different language patterns and all the neuro-linguistic mm -hmm. crap mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> how much of that is persuasion versus just uh, good old-fashioned uh, necessary stuff to do? I mean, the, the word persuasion sometimes is seen as a um, mm, manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it starts with self-awareness, right? Knowing our own preferences, knowing how we tend to approach things and knowing the strengths and the potential pitfalls of that, right? If you know that you are task-focused and you're a very direct communicator, right? That's that's great in a lot of scenarios. People might be able to trust that you're going to, you know, give it to them straight. Mm -hmm. And there may be folks who have a different preference of let's get related Let's yeah. connect yeah, before yeah. we talk about the report you need today or whatever <laughs> it might be, yeah. right? So knowing our preferences, knowing the other preferences that exist out there, and then how can we take a step towards the other person's preference so that they have more of a chance of hearing us, relating to us, mm -hmm. you know, engaging in the interaction in the way that we want them to. Okay, so we know there's different leadership styles, right? There's the, you know, Steve Jobs, everybody hates him, but he's a genius. And then there's the collaborative one you just, just discussed. Is there a right and wrong method or is just whatever works for the person? I am a believer in strengths-based leadership. Okay. 
Right. So, I mean, if if I'm naturally a quiet person and I'm thoughtful and I'm strategic, right, then I don't want this person to try to be the charismatic leader that's, no. you know, on stage and, and, and doing that. I mean, don't try mm -hmm. to be who we're not. Instead, lean into our strengths, what works. And, you know, I think, um, you know, we're, we're starting to learn in the mainstream marketplace that leaders look and feel and talk different ways yeah. and effective leadership does have different kinds of faces and styles. Outstanding. I love it. Okay. The book is called the courage of a leader. Hold that cover yes. up again. Where did, where did I put it, Doug? Oh, no. okay. There we go. That's the book. And uh, the chapter they're going to get is uh, what's what's where they going to get out of that chapter the free the freebie here. Yes, um, how to get employees on board with you? How do you tap into their heads? How do you tap into their hearts? It has to do with messaging and clear vision, and also has to do with truly connecting in meaningful ways. And there's examples of how to connect in those ways. Manning, it's, it's at the courageofaleader.com. Check it out. Amy, any final words of wisdom for the future leaders of America out there? Uh, you are all leaders. Uh, worked to be a leader your way. Lean into your style uh, and know what the purpose of your leadership is. Like, what are you trying to bring? I call the leadership legacy. What are you trying to bring to every interaction, every relationship, every project that you're a part of? Is it innovation? Is it transparency? Is it teamwork? Is it technical know-how? What is it? Uh, great. Okay. Very good. Check it out, folks. CourageLeader.com. Check it out. Amy, thanks so much for being on the show today. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Doug. Bet. All right, Courage of Leader, check it out, folks. Great book, some good advice there. You definitely need it. There's uh, always something to learn, and that's why we do this show. Uh, have a good one, and we'll see you next time.